good morning good morning good morning it is 4 31 a.m april the 4th 2019 how are you guys feeling this morning i know some of you guys are getting ready for work some of you guys are headed to work some of you guys are getting that sleep before you go into work and some of you guys are just resting so today i just want to talk to you guys about serving others serving others what's your definition of serving or being a servant what is your definition of being a servant and serving i'm gonna let you think about that for a minute What's your definition of being a servant and serving? I'll tell you how I feel about it. I feel as though, one, being a servant is being like Jesus. Because Jesus was more into serving others rather than being the face on the platform. And when I say platform, I mean using using the position that he has. I'm talking about the platform, I'm talking about his position. And he played many positions. But out of all those positions, they all summed up being a servant. They all summed up him serving others. He was into serving others rather than being the hype of the crowd or being that popular person he wasn't really concerned about being popular he was trying to heal and save souls and get you to know who the father is and one thing that i like about jesus is even though he was a powerful man He never took the glory from God. He never let his position and power take over him to make him think that he was better than God or that he can do things without God. He always sought God in everything that he did. And he had God with him. No matter what he was doing. He sought God. That's what I like about him. And that's an example that we're supposed to do as well. We seek God. And acknowledge God in everything. And we're supposed to pray unto God. Pray unto him. What I really like about. how everything was back then was they wasn't afraid to talk to God. They was not afraid. When I read some of the things in the bottom, I'm like, hold on now, how can you just go to God and just talk to him like that? 
you know, without having that respect because he could take you out right then and there. Like, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? But that still goes as far as us, regardless of how we're coming to him, what we're saying and those things, but how our life living. What's our life saying? How are we serving others? Because when you're serving, your heart has to be as though, not that, oh, I got this gift or I have this power and I'm going to use it how I want to use it or I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do with it to my advantage. That's what self says. But when you deny yourself and you take up your cross, meaning you follow after Jesus, because he laid down his life for us, So that we can have life. So when you let go of your idea of what life is. When you let go of how you see things. Or how you want to do things. And you start seeing how Jesus wants to do things. How God shows you things. How he wants you to live. Then you start serving him. Being a servant means serving God. You should be serving God in everything you do. You frustrated on your job. All right. Go to God. Tell him about it. Not doing what flesh want to do now. But go to God. Get that godly wisdom. That counsel. From the most high. (coughs) Excuse me. And he's going to lead you. And what you should do. But do know that while he's working things out and while he's doing his job, you should be praising, you should be worshiping and not worrying about the problem because it's already being worked out. Your mind shouldn't even be on the problem because as soon as your mind is on the problem, you start worrying and you start your mind eventually trying to figure out how you can solve it because you think God ain't moving fast enough. That means that you're taking control of the situation and you didn't give God a chance to do whatever it is that he needed to do to make it better for you. Delight yourself in the Lord. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. Acknowledge God in all of your ways. You got to trust God. You got to trust that he's going to do it on his timing. Another thing is, and I'm guilty of this. I'm very guilty of this. I'm very guilty of this. A lot of times we're like, all right, God, when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Because I'm tired now. I'm tired. I've been having all this patience. I'm ready to move forward. I want to get your best. But when are you going to fix this situation? When are you going to come down and and do whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing? Because I'm waiting on you. And then God looking at you like, you're not waiting on me. Because I know when it's going to work out. You're not waiting on me. Because I know that the results are already there. You're not waiting on me. Because I know who I am. 
I can change things in the blink of an eye. You're not waiting on me. And we got to have that mindset. We got to trust God that God know what he's doing. No matter what our situation is, we got to trust God. We have to trust God. When you trust God, you're not leaning on your own understanding. You give up I. When you're serving God, you give up I. It's no longer I. I, I Take I out of your city. Even when you're serving, <laughs> take out I. Don't be afraid to say, God, don't be afraid to say, Jesus, don't be afraid to give them the glory. Not them, because even Jesus don't want the glory. Because God said, all my glory belongs to me. The glory belongs to me. Not you. Not your friend. Praise us to the most high. We don't give God credit. When he does things. When he open up doors. We don't give God credit. When God shows us things. <coughs> Excuse me. When God shows us things, we don't give him credit. When he whispers in our ear a warning or he's telling us something, we don't give God the credit. You know what we say? Something told me. What you mean something told you? What is that something? Because that something can be anything. That something can go against the knowledge of God. What you mean that something? Because it wasn't you. It wasn't your mind. No. So what do you mean? I tell you who told you. It was God. It was the Father. He dropped that in your spirit. He be ministering to your spirit. Because I tell you what, you can say it's the angels, you can say whatever it is, but I tell you what, nobody can do anything without God. You can't do nothing without God. And you certainly got to have permission from the Most High God. Who do you know that who do you know can override what God says? How can you? You can't override anything. You cannot override anything. God knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Exactly what he's doing. And you know what? A lot of times we find ourselves in situations because we're not tuned in with God. We are not tuned in with God. In order to be a servant, you got to be tuned in with God. And I'm going to just say that. And before you can be tuned in with God, 
you're going to have to die first. You're going to have to get rid of I. Let I die. You're going to have to die first. And receive a new life. Which is you being born again. You're going to have to be born again. Do you understand? You're going to have to be born again. In order to be a servant, you're going to have to be born again. You want to make it to heaven? You're going to have to be born again. He said we got to become like little kids. You know how little kids are? When I, when I was working in a daycare, when I was working in child care, I had to think about that scripture when the disciples was asking about entering into the kingdom of God, entering into heaven. And Jesus said, you got to become like little children. And when I'm in a daycare setting, I'm look I'm looking at these kids. I'm looking at these kids. And you know kids, you have to teach them. So for one, you gotta be willing to be taught. Cause God ain't gonna be able to do nothing with you. How you gonna go into heaven doing whatever it is that you wanna do? You're not gonna be able to do that. How you going to enter into heaven trying to do whatever it is that you want to do? No, no ma'am, no sir. You're going to have to go off of what God wants you to do. You got to go off of what God wants you to do. You got to be willing to be taught and do it the way that he wants it to be done. So you got to be willing to be taught. And then I'm still looking at these kids. I'm like, I'm telling them not to do this. But they do the opposite. Sometimes they listen. And sometimes they don't. You're going to have to know that you're going to fall short of the glory. And that you're not going to be perfect. But in that falling down and getting back up. Even with a kid. They they fall down. If they hit something. They hurt something. They cry. And they come to you. They come to you for reassurance. They come to you for guidance. Regardless if you told them no. Because they still want that love and affection. So when you're falling down. And being disobedient. To what God said. Falling short of his glory. You got to go back to God. You got to go back to God. So he can heal you. So he can do whatever it is that he need to do. Deliver you or whatever like that. So you can, you're going to learn that lesson. You're going to learn that lesson. He gonna talk to you about it. He gonna minister to you about it, and you're gonna move forward. And you're not gonna do that thing again. Now, some kids they still do it, and then they gotta learn. But after a while, they get it, and then they grow up the way that they're being taught. You gotta be willing to be taught. You gotta know that you're gonna fall short of the glory. And as long as you keep running back to God, you're good. Just like that child. That child get in trouble. They still try to come to you. For reassurance, for protection, for your love. They still go to you. When they need something, they still go to you and you give it to them. 
And you teach them the ways that they should go. You start teaching them good manners. You start teaching them the things that they should not do. So they become better people. Then, being in the whole setting, being around other people, you start being around people that you start grooming them to be like-minded. To be just like each other. As in a sense as as doing what's right and learning there are some people that learn faster than others there are some people that don't get things but you as a teacher you already know that you that that you can't teach everybody on the same level you might have Johnny over here that needs to be taken a little bit slower you might have april over here that can zoom through everything because they get it as soon as they hear it and see it and learn it they good she's good but john you got to take your time take your time so that so that and, and do it in a way simplify it so that he can understand and he can get it at his own speed and on this journey we go at our we're on our own speed we're not running the same speed we're not going the same the same way you get what i'm saying I mean, we're all going in that one direction towards the Father, but our paths and journeys are different. But being a servant, you're going to have to be born again. You are going to have to be born again in order to get whatever it is that God is trying to get you to get. Be born again. Ephesians 4, 22 through 32. He wants you to put off the old man. Put off concerning that former self. Put off concerning I. Get I out of the way. Put off that part of I. Get rid of that. Get rid of you. Who are you? Get rid of you. And go to God. Uh, who are heavy and laden with that burden. Get rid of you. So once you're getting rid of you, putting away you, you pick up who God is. Who is God? You start learning who God is. Who are you? When you're a teacher, when you get new students, they begin to know who you are and you start learning them as well. They begin to know who you are. They begin to trust you. Because see, you got to have to learn to trust God. Them kids had to learn to trust you. They had to learn to, to be comfortable with you. And trust you. Because when a kid start trusting, they start loving you. They start wanting to be around you. They like your company. No matter who they are around, they acknowledge you. And that's what God wants. No matter who you're around, he wants you to acknowledge him. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to go to him. Become like a little child. Become, it's not too late. Become like a little child. Become like a little child. Because that's the way you're going to make it into heaven. Because he's going to teach you the way that you should go. He's going to teach you the things that you should do and what you shouldn't do. It's going to, it's just going to flow within you because see, now your mind is like Christ. You got the mind of Christ. You're not going to sell a lot of things. 
you're going to be able to put a lot of things in their place. You're going to be able to overturn a lot of things. You're going to be able to speak life to things. You're going to be able to curse things, uproot things, bind things, loose things in the name of Jesus. You're going to be able to do that. So today, I challenge you. Today, I challenge you to become like a little child. Become that servant. Become that servant. Trust God. Think about God. Acknowledge God in all your ways. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And all things will be added unto you. Become like that little child. Become like that little child because when you're coming as that little child, you're gonna you're ending up delighting yourself in God. And you're ending up acknowledging God in all your ways because you're going to him for everything. You're trusting him. You're getting closer to him. You're beginning to form a relationship. In order for a child to begin to form a relationship, they got to trust that teacher. You're going to have to trust God enough for that relationship. In order to get that relationship, you're going to have to trust God. And whenever he teaches you, you're going to have to believe him. Okay? That you got to have that faith. You're going to have to believe. So I challenge you today to become like little children. Become like little children. Yeah, we think we're grown in age. Yeah. But when you have a father, you're still a child. No matter how old we get, we're still children of God. Not everybody is a child of God. Not everybody is. Not everybody who says Lord and Father don't mean that we're serving the same person. And don't mean that that they're the child of God. No. He said, I chastise those who I love and my sheep will follow me because they know my voice. My children going to listen to me because they know my voice. My children going to listen to me because they got a relationship with me and they know my ways. They know me. But a stranger ain't going to follow. Stranger ain't going to follow his ways in the way things should go. So there we go. So there you go. Trust God. Become like little children. And watch how everything around you starts to change. Because it's all about God. You're pursuing God. I'm pursuing God. I'm pursuing God. Pursue God. Pursue God. Pursuing God is like pursuing peace. He said, seek peace and pursue it. Seek God. Seek God. That's what he wants you to do. Seek him. Because he's the one that has the peace. You want peace in your relationship? You want peace in your home? You want peace on your job? Become like little children. Become like little children. And you notice when you start teaching kids, they begin to start sharing. At first, they're stingy. 
and you start teaching them to share and you start praising them. Good job. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Ashley, for sharing with Johnny. Thank you. That was so nice. Johnny, what do you say when Ashley shares with you? Thank you. Ashley, what do you say? You're welcome. Those things. You start teaching them good manners and you praise them. God gets the glory and the praise and the honor. But God also praises you too. He'll also praise you too to let you know you're doing a good job. Well done, my good and faithful servant. So I challenge you to become like little children. How do I become like a little child? Go to God, seek God. He'll show you. Even though, even look at your own life, how you were being taught, or how you would teach your own kids. If you have them, or even if you don't have them. You got to be willing to learn. You got to be willing to be taught. You got to surrender. All right, you guys, that's all I have for today. Go ahead, become like little kids. Because even I will do the same. I'm going to do the same. Become like a little child again. Because when you start doing that, God will start showing you his glory. Because when you get that mindset like, I already know this. I already know about this. I already know about that. I already know about that's God that got the sun up there and the stars in the sky at night and the moon and all that type of stuff. The trees. I know he's the one that did all that. I know he's creating all of that. But once you become like a little child again... You start to respect it a whole lot more. Your eyes start to see things in different ways. So become like a little child again. Become like a little child. And watch how God moves. Because he loves his children. Just like a parent loves their child. He loves his children. And he gonna protect them. And chastise them too. Alright you guys. Don't forget to pray. And talk to God. Give God some time. Even if it's 10 minutes a day. You start. The more you start giving God some time. The more you're gonna wanna be in his presence. Start off small. He not expecting for you to just zoom in and just like, okay, I'm just going to spend this time. Because if you do that, then you're going to start to get bored. You ain't going to know what to do. But it's it's when you start spending more time with God, then you're going to want to be in his presence. And then that's when he starts drawing you in, drawing you in, drawing you in. Acknowledge God in all your ways and seek ye first the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And you guys be blessed. And God loves you. All right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's 5.03 a.m. April 5th, 2019. How are you guys feeling this morning? 
I hope you guys are doing well. Today is a rainy day. But you know that rain makes things grow. And we need those showers from heaven, even in our life. Today, I want to talk to you guys. Well, I just really want to encourage you guys to get in your word today. Let's get in our word today, whatever situation is going on in your life. Because he said joy comes in the morning. So let's go get that joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Let's go get that strength this morning. Let's go get that joy this morning. Because we need it. We need his joy. We need his strength to make it through the day. To make it in any situation. So let's get in his word today. Basically, let's figure out what's wrong with you. Let's diagnose you this morning. What's going on with you? What is going on? Once you find out what's going on, even you can write it down too. Write down what's going on with you. I ain't saying get into your feelings. I'm not saying, you know, write out what what's happening. I want to know like key points of what's wrong with you. If you think you're not getting enough of love, put unlove. You know what I'm saying? As an example. So, whatever it is, write it down. And once you write it down, I want you to go to the Word. Because whatever you're writing down is a complaint. Whatever you're writing down is negative. And what we want to do is turn that negative thing into a positive thing. So what you're going to do is look up the opposite of what you're going through. So if it's unlove, what you're going through is feeling unlove, then what you're going to look at is love. If you're getting tormented or condemned, what, we're, what you're going to look up is peace. If the enemy is coming at you like a flood, then what you need to do is look up protection and whatever else God throws in your spirit to look up. That's what I need you to do. What is what is wrong with you this morning? Let's diagnose you this morning. Because being that he's a doctor, being that God is our doctor, Jesus is our healer, whatever it is that may be going on, we're going to find the cure for it this morning. Let's find the cure for your situation. Let's find the cure for you this morning. And then let it meditate. And let it go forth. And let that word do what it's supposed to do in your life. That's what I need you to do. That is what I need you to do. And in that, you're spending time with God. You're having that one-on-one -on -one with God because you're getting to know Him. You're getting closer to Him. And not just talking to Him and having a conversation, but you got to get in that Word, too. Get in the Word. The Word washes us. The Word cleanses us. 
It renews our mind. It gives us strength. So, I want to encourage you guys. Instead of going to the doctor, doctor. Let's find out what's the underlying issue for everything that's going on in your body. Let's find out what's really going on in your body. Because sin can make you sick. Sin can bring upon other problems too in your life. Even if you have to go back to the roots. Lord, what is it that I'm doing? That has me dealing with these things. What is it that I'm doing that's wrong? That has me dealing with things that I've been dealing with years ago. What is it? Because I'm ready to move forward into your blessings. What am I doing that's causing me to get back into my flesh? What am I doing? That's wrong. Lord, I ask that you would reveal those things to your people. Even unto me. Because I need your help on today. More than I did on yesterday. <laughs> 